to the Ocean Pancake Podcast. Today I have half of the duo which created Woodlike Swimwear, which is a company focused on helping our oceans through using regenerated ocean upcycled swimwear from ghost nets. Mauricio is here to share all about the kind of back stage, back of the scene of running a sustainable company, why he chose Econil, what is Econil actually, what are ghost nets, and in general, how can consumers make more informed decisions to minimize their environmental impact on our planet? As always, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a review on iTunes or share this podcast with your ocean-loving friends. You can find all the show notes and details on oceanpancake.com or join the Facebook group Ocean Pancake, where you can chat to like-minded people about this episode and any other things related to ocean conservation. If you stick to the end of this podcast, you will get a discount for this epic swimwear, so make sure to stick around for that. Otherwise, if you have any questions for me, Come find me on Instagram or YouTube, Vegan Diver Cat, or shoot me an email at theoceanpancakepodcast at gmail.com. So yeah, let's get started, and hopefully you guys enjoy this chat as much as I did. Every day there's a new news story about the crisis facing our ocean, whether it's the plastic issue, overfishing, pollution, if the oceans die, we die. Fortunately, we have plenty of environmental activists, marine conservationists, and eco-warriors who are out there every day fighting to protect our oceans and our Earth. On the Ocean Pancake Podcast, we're going to be hearing from some of them about how to decrease our environmental footprint, go plastic-free, participate in ocean conservation, cleanups, and even maybe some marine science. So, welcome to the Ocean Pancake Podcast, where the goal is sustainability and living a turquoise life. My name is Kat Andreskova, and I'm your host today. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Ocean Pancake Podcast. Today I have a very special guest and his name is Mauricio Palma. He's one of a two-person duo which is actually in charge of the Woodlike Swimwear brand. So if you guys have been following me for a while, you would have seen me wearing their swimsuit a lot for the past two years and that is because i'm obsessed so i'm absolutely honored welcome to the podcast mauricio thank you kat and thank you very much for having us uh we love uh, everything what you do and it is our honor or but i'm here by myself but when i say we i mean me and sonia and we're very honored uh to be part of your podcast today I'm just very happy to have you guys here uh, because what these guys do basically is they use fabrics from upcycled fishing nets, ghost nets that have been found in the oceans, and they create fantastic swimwear, which is ideal for the woman who loves movement and sports and all of that. So yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey, and I'm sure the audience would as well. So what was kind of the catalyst behind your business? That might seem or sounds very obvious we love the ocean yeah. um i grew up i was born in costa rica um sonia spent half of her life in hawaii in oahu so we have a deep connection with the ocean and and we and we love style so we like um creating uh, garments uh for for women most, mostly and through the years we've been very sad like no matter where you go everything's pretty polluted you found plastic everywhere and that makes us very very sad and that was pretty much the 
the, what moved us to do something, try to connect what we love and trying to change the, the current um, ocean crisis or plastic crisis that we are experiencing today. Because um, even though we're living in the greatest times in human race, probably the safest, and, and at the same time, we're facing the biggest environmental crisis, I think, that, that we have. I read reports that we're actually at the next mass extinction because of us humans. It is very scary, and I clearly believe in it. And the way how things, the industry have changed things since the last 50, 60 years, it is not sustainable. Yeah. And we need to, to rethink our lifestyle. We need to rethink our priorities. Do we really need all that stuff that we think we need? And for me, the answer is mostly no. Um, so... Yeah, I definitely agree. And what I love that is something you guys do, which very few swimsuit companies do, is you actually have reversible styles. And um, I love that because you get two swimsuits in one and it's just one, you know, one piece of fabric, but you get two outfits. So very uh, in line with the sustainability. Thank you. Yeah, that's something we love. And that's part of our, like, design has to be sustainable too. And Sometimes we have the discussion because it's a small swimmer label. It's, of course, not that easy. There's a lot of competition. And making reversible make the piece more expensive. But we think it is better to have more options, to have something more like a verse, versatile. Do you say it like that in English? How you like it. And, and we think about sustainability in a way that when we create a piece or when we design a, a bikini piece, we're thinking about wearing it many years. We're thinking about that it is timeless, that in five years, you're still really stoked to wear it and then you love it. And that's for us important too. Definitely. And I still love the ones I have. Um, if you guys go onto my Instagram, Vegan Diver Cat, or even on my YouTube, you'll see me rocking the swimsuits because they've been really fantastic. And what I love is one of your big mission statements is quality. And I put my swimsuits through a lot of wear and tear. I mean, they're in the salt, they're in the pool, they're under wetsuits, they're in the sun, like constantly. And I, the one I had in Africa, I wore almost every day. And it didn't, you know, it didn't actually change color or sag or anything like that, which is, you know, part of the reason I wanted to have you guys on here. Because not only is it a sustainable mission, but it's also a really high quality product. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're, you're welcome and thank you. Um, but it is important that, that it lasts forever. Like if you compare all these uh, swimmer labels like from this fast fashion industry and uh, you wear it maybe one holiday and then you can throw it away because um, it just, uh, it loses its compression, it loses its form. And this is something we don't want to. So um, we moved in, in a price range, um, which is quite premium. We know sometimes make us a little bit uncomfortable, but it is an investment you will have for many years. And so I think that's the important thing when we say, if you consume, try to do it better, trying to do it smart and make something that will last a long time. Could you tell us a bit more about the materials you use? Because it is recycled fishing nets and ghost nets. So we use the Econel yarn. And the Econel yarn is a combination of ghost fishing nets. 
Um, so for those of you who don't know what a ghost fishing net is, it's pretty much all those fishing gear that are swimming or in the in the ocean uh, floor. And, and these are collected from volunteer divers, which are organized from the Healthy Seas Organization. They are responsible for collecting all these fishing gear, all these fishing nets, and they are sent to Econil. Econil used this as raw material, but it also used the post-consumer waste. So everything that could be gained from plastic, they use carpets. And so not only fishing nets are part of the material, but other post-consumer waste, which is processed into this uh, very known yarn called Econil. And Econil is not only recycled, but generative in a way that the yarn itself can be recycled too. And for us, it was important to work for them because they have a lot of, they try to, to reduce a water consumption, energy consumption, because all these things are involved too in, in, in what makes a, a, a product, a better product for the environment. And so we're very grateful to work with them. It has an amazing quality. So it is very funny because when you tell people for the first time, maybe, yeah, they made from ocean recovered fishing nets, they cannot really imagine it, that it is a really high quality yarn and at the end you have very um very premium fabrics and that's what we use as our raw ingredient for our swimwear and the fishing nets they come mostly for now from the atlantic right so you use eco nail i read 78 percent of the material used and then the remaining percent is actually extra life lycra is there a reason you chose that particular yeah, of course, because of elasticity and the feeling of the fabric on on your body. And for us, it is important that you can actually have your, your active life on it. So mm -hmm. that's what composition it is very important for us. It should have a certain compression so you can move freely and not really worry if, if the top or bottom are still on. So just recently, I actually started going to the pool and started swimming again. And of course, I forgot all my proper swimming suits back in Brisbane. So I only had my pretty bikinis and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to wear to actually stay on? And I tried one of the wood-like swimwear that I have and it actually worked fantastic. And I could do the backflips and all the things underwater without it moving or falling off. So it was really good. I mean, usually I don't notice because it's underneath my wetsuit. We have noticed. <laughs> we follow your journey through, and we're always super stoked when we see, oh, cats wearing a, a swimwear piece. Um, so that makes us always very happy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy to finally get the opportunity to meet you and hopefully Sonia at one point. I wanted to ask a little bit more about your inspiration to to create this company because you said that you know, everywhere you traveled, you saw the pollution on the beaches. And for those people who haven't had the chance to travel, like where, where were those places? Where did you see the most amount of trash on the beaches? Well, in Costa Rica a lot, yeah. which is um, very sad. Um, we are known as a, we do a lot of things towards sustainability. And, and yet we have a, a huge problem with um, 
put plastic trash uh, not only driven from the ocean currents, which this is, I think, a problem every single coast is affected from, but also from the, the current um, garbage collection or, or recycling of, of plastic. It's a problem. And it is very sad because um, I live in Germany and every time you tell someone, yeah, you come from Costa Rica, so they think it's like paradise and it is paradise. But it is very, very sad when you're in a location that you think this could be from a movie. It yeah. looks so beautiful, but it is full with trash. And, and that is um, very sad. Well, in Indonesia, um, have not been there for a couple of years, but last time we saw so much plastic too. Um, we are, we both served um, for a very long time. So for me, it was really shocking when, when you're in the lineup and, and you just see the plastic swimming to you. So um, that's quite scary. In Europe, you will find trash, of course. And, and we have this kind of habit that always at least peak um, hand pieces of trash and take it back with us. So you will find trash everywhere. Where I come from, it's sometimes pretty shocking the amount of plastic you will find. Yeah, definitely. I know that's for sure how I felt when going to Moheli in Africa and just seeing again, like you were saying, the picturesque beaches and just the untouched water and everything like that. And then there's just all this trash coming from, from the ocean currents. As we know now, there's something like five trillion individual pieces of plastic floating in our oceans and it's just increasing every day. I don't know if you managed to catch my previous podcast, which was with Laura in Waterland, and you guys too should check it out. We have actually a big chat about ghost nets. And what I didn't realize is they have the cyclical form. So even if they catch all these animals, then they actually sink to the bottom where the animals disintegrate, which makes the net buoyant again. And it goes back up to the surface, just starting this <laughs> cyclical death trap which just keeps going and going for hundreds of years because they don't break down so it's so important to get these nets out of the oceans close the cycle which is one of the great things that Econel and you guys are doing which is putting that plastic back into economy and actually showing that it's possible to not only depend on virgin plastics and virgin materials I wanted to ask you about your concern about the microplastics what is your advice for people in terms of any plastic stuff and microplastics? Let's even start with the sustainable or recycled product. It is, of course, always great when we make a decision and we say, okay, we will try the sustainable alternative because we want to reduce our environmental footprint. But there is not such thing as a completely impactless product. There will be always some kind of impact towards the environment yeah. and what we're trying to reach is of course to reduce when you buy a recycled product from plastic it would lose microplastic or microfabrics that could pollute our water as well so it is really important to be aware of that and for example we always recommend to hand wash our swimwear or to use the bags for washing that actually trap these microplastics. So it is it's important that be aware of it. Yeah, because of course, microplastics come from any synthetic material. One of my biggest advice to anyone who listens is 
you know, try and buy natural products as much as possible. But of course, I'm a diver and I spend so much of my time in the ocean. I can't just have, you know, cotton swimsuit. That doesn't work. So in that case, I always try and go for, you know, companies like you guys who use recycled. But also I wanted to hear from you, like, what is the recommendation? Of course, hand washing. There's less movement, less rigor in that motion than a machine wash. There's less microplastic getting dislodged. We can't all be perfect. <laughs> so less that's absolutely and it's i mean it is way better because you will probably use less water less energy but for me it's always important to be transparent mm -hmm. and and to tell everyone that we have this problem that we have recognized and best solution is not consume at all but this is not yeah. practical in real life so it is important to be aware that every action in life has a reaction and it is really reduced to that and that will always will be the same when you consume, when you do something will always have an impact to the environment, fortunately. I'm always for supporting companies which do support things like the 1% for the planet. And you guys do that. So could you kind of tell people what this 1% for the planet is? Of course, 1% for the planet is an initiative that it was founded by the Patagonia founder, I apologize if I pronounce his name wrong. I think it's Yvonne Chonard with another partner. And their initiative is, is what if every business would contribute with 1% of their sales towards an environmental cause? So it was born within this idea. And what we love about it, not only because uh, we're big fans of Patagonia and his founder and everything they do towards the environment, which is a really huge inspiration for us. It is also an organization that will always give you the credibility that you know that that donation, it's actually going to be done. So when you're a member of 1% for the planet on a business side, you will always get a yearly check they will control that you have donated to the right organizations and they will control that everything's transparent. And for us, um, I think that's the most important thing. We want to be transparent with what we do. And when we grow, we want to, to be open and let people know what we're doing, how we're doing it and why we're doing it. So it is a great organization and they have a lot of NGOs and environmental organizations under it there under their umbrella <laughs> <laughs> under their initiative yeah right right something something exactly like that. well english something isn't like our first language so please excuse us <laughs> yeah mine definitely yours i thought it would be but mine is definitely not my first language so i apologize and basically it gets really weird when i start translating german words into english and it's, it's okay. I understand completely. People get thrown off because of um, my accent, but no, guys, I'm not from America. I'm actually from Czech Republic, which is right next to Germany. So technically, we're neighbors if I wasn't living neighbors. in Australia right now. Beautiful country, too. I love it. It's, it's a good one. Very landlocked, though. Not much ocean there. <laughs> no, no, in Germany, neither. We have a little bit of ocean, but it's cold. that's another story. It is it is freezing. Like when I just got here, everybody was laughing because it was summer and everybody was wearing board shorts. And I really wear a shorty to go swimming because <laughs> it was freezing for me. <laughs> uh, for me, Europe was a, a really hard transition. And when you go surfing in Portugal or in the Atlantic coast, it's, it's just 
uh, very painful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm here complaining because in Western Australia, the water is 22 degrees. And I'm like, oh, too cold. But they're telling me it's going to go up to 30 in a few months. So I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, we're spoiled. Very much so. Back to the back to the swimsuit and your business. I wanted to ask you, what is um, kind of the future plans for like somewhere? Sure. Well, for us, we like in our hearts is much more than a than a clothing label. Yeah. Uh, for us, it is more of a lifestyle of combining the things we love. For us, always ocean related, like surfing or swimming or anything related to the beach and. We would like, well, to, to, to spread that message, to spread that message of sustainability. Um, that would be more or less of a, of a branding perspective. People to invite them to, to, to be part of nature, to, to enjoy these beautiful things. Because um, um, for all of those who live in the city, I live in the city as well. Like every time I'm in the nature or we are in the nature, we feel so good it is so good for our souls it is so good for our bodies it is so good for our health and and for us would like it's kind of a way for us to communicating to people live this life and enjoy these beautiful things that we have um and then on a second nature of course um we would love to to make more products just in swimwear um we would like to expand our our offering mm -hmm. um but this is a small label it's, it is kind of challenging and we're trying to focus through this thing great before we start doing other summer articles in a way of course recycle and i guess for me uh, as, as a guy i would love to see when we finally have some board shorts um oh, i would love would some board shorts too <laughs> <laughs> That would be really amazing. But like I said, that is kind of the challenge when you're small and we're completely bootstrapped. So we started our business with our own savings. And with that, we are so far very proud and very grateful with our customers too that we are doing our fourth collection right now. We're doing a collaboration with, it's kind of secret for now, but we're doing a, a capsule collection with someone and this is our fourth collection so it makes us very happy to see that we have grown in a sense that business financially any extra capital and we want to grow for me that is, is sustainable too because uh, there are so many experiences that we had all along the way uh, when we started with like ocean and and they are very valuable and of course, with two persons and with the amount of capital, any other kind of growth wouldn't be either healthy nor, nor good. So let's see how fast we can achieve our dreams. And, um, but so far, it's looking very good. This year, we're completely sold out for the second time. <laughs> Yay, that's so, amazing. Yeah, we were so super, super happy and super, super grateful because uh, we had already in March, the collection for 2019 was already sold out. So we did a reproduction and it's already sold out again. And um, so we are having another reproduction and the capsule collection is coming. So business is looking good. That's and, so good. And, and this is, 
Yeah, that is amazing. And it is amazing. It is so rewarding. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if people imagine it, but it is a lot of hard work, a lot of office work too. It is very refreshing when you get feedback from your customers and, and they, they send you little notes about how they love the packaging, how they love the product. And this makes our day, these little details. And, yeah. and when everything is solved out, then we are feeling so grateful that people are lacking what we are doing for them. And it gives us the motivation to continue doing what we're doing. That's so good. And when, it, when is the next kind of restock going to be for those people who want to get their hands on one of the swimsuits? Sure. So we're expecting end of September to have the 2019 collection uh, completely fully restocked. Perfect. Okay. End of September. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> you guys can go over there and get yourself some awesome swimsuits. Before we wrap up today, I kind of just wanted to ask you what I ask all my guests on the Ocean Pancake Podcast, which is if you could give one piece of advice to people who love the ocean to kind of help preserve our natural world, what would it be? Every single action actually helps to it. Little things help already skipping the bag if you have a fabric bag when you go shopping that helps if you think about trying to maybe without plastic packaging that helps too um so these all these little details they help and you just start with one and maybe start picking up like for example when whenever we go uh, hiking in the forest or we're at the beach we always take a, a little fabric bag and pick up the trash yeah so in, in, in a micro, they look insignificant. I mean, actually, from a macro perspective. But if all of us take little actions, it's already something that is going on the right direction. So you don't need to change your life drastically tomorrow. And, and suddenly, that, that's not going to work out. That's not how we are wired. But if we start with little steps and we commit to them, we can always improve the way we consume. I think that's beautifully put. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to be here and to give us a little bit of insight on the, what happens behind the scenes of sustainable brands and um, that it is a lot of work. So I, I want to say thank you on behalf of, you know, all the people who love your products that really it's, it's, it's so good to not only have something that, you know, you love and you care about and get compliments on by the way i get so many compliments <laughs> but also that's that, amazing <laughs> yeah that you you get to you know know it's going to a good cause and um, it's it's being run by people who care about the ocean so thank you so much for that you're welcome and it was my honor and it was super fun like we can do this uh, another time <laughs> oh definitely i Maybe had a when great time new, when your new capsule collection comes out or um when when you get the board shorts, I need to I need to get my my boyfriend into some sustainable board shorts. In the meantime, I, I always hate sending people to other brands, but um, I love Patagonia is not a bad option. They Patagonia have some really, is good. Yeah, they have some really nice designs as well. So maybe we'll have to check there. But you know, I'll keep my fingers and, crossed. And when we're ready, and when we're ready, <laughs> I'll get back. To you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. All right, thank you so much. Thank you, Kat. So 
once again, thank you so much, Mauricio, for joining me on this episode. And of course, also thank you to Sonia because she helps create these amazing swimsuits that I've been loving. I guys promised you a discount, so here it is, Cat for the Ocean, and you will find that on the Facebook group or the website or any of the other places you can find me. You guys know I don't recommend too many products, but this is genuinely a swimsuit which has survived my crazy wear and tear over the years. And I believe in these guys, and I think it's important to vote with our dollar and to invest in higher quality things. So yeah, that's kind of my little spiel on that. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found it helpful. Make sure to let me know your thoughts at oceanpancakepodcast at gmail.com or find me on Instagram, YouTube, Vegan Diver Cat. Give some love to Would Like Swimwear. Uh, shoot them a message on, on Instagram. You will find me tagging them in most of my swimsuit photos. So yeah going over there. Hopefully you found this helpful, you found it enlightening, and I'll see you guys next week.